0: Now, wasn't able to get everyone in studio for this. Obviously, some people are um, quite busy ahead of the draft and one person especially, Ali Noakes, is joining me over the phone because she was just way too busy to find the time to get in studio. Ali, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Oh good, um, you know, I'm glad we could get this done eventually We've obviously had about 15 cracks at booking this And every time something else has come up right. And um, you've just come off of having COVID in the last opportunity So um, yeah, we're finally getting to it But y- you missed out on the big game today as a result of that
1: Yeah, look, it was good to see all the teams win I'm not going to lie It was a bit bittersweet not being out there But you've got to be happy for the club at the end of the day So I can't complain Yep,
0: yeah, and at least you'll be fit and ready for uh, the grand final I know, the big dance. Yeah, now um, we'll crack straight into, you know, talking about you. And I, I want to talk about your journey through footy. Where did footy start for you? And what have been some of the, I, I guess, big moments and big steps you've taken to uh, getting your footy to where it is today? Well,
1: so obviously I wanted to play footy from a kid after watching my brothers play. because I grew up on the sidelines watching them because they're a lot older than me. Um, but I started playing when I was actually like only eight years old back in 2013, no not 2013, yeah 2013 sounds about right, um, played junior footy at Adelaide Bombers, played with the boys up until oh, I was in year seven and then left the boys, I wasn't able to play with them anymore unfortunately, so the club decided that they wanted to rope my brother and I in to create the club's first girls team, which was pretty awesome to be a part of, like the behind the scenes process of like, picking the jumpers and, like, captaining the side and, like, all that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, then 2017, we actually went on to win a premiership in our first year of playing with only three girls who had ever played footy before. So that was pretty pretty awesome to experience. Um, played one more year with Adelaide and then moved on to East Rio. Um Started there in the Rogers Cup, um had a pretty decent season my first year. I got injured, though. that was COVID year. That was 2020. So I only played three games. Um, following year, though, played the full season of footy. I played first seven games of league. So last year, that was my big debut. Stacked it on debut running out, as you do. Oh, um, that's good. Yeah, one reserves game. And then seven Rogers Cup games to end the season. And then ended up coming home with the best and fairest for Rogers for East Korea, which was quite quite a good end to the season. Um, but obviously this year, been lucky enough to be in the stay a which is a pretty big honour to be selected into that side. Travel with the girls to SA and Melbourne, and then just been cracking on at East Rio. That's really about it for me. All
0: right. And, and when was it in all this that, um, you know, you, I guess you took that, that step away or you had that thought that, you know, you were a pretty good footballer and you had every chance to be getting drafted one day?
1: Oh, like growing up playing with the boys, not to like put my own horn or anything, <laughs> but like I always had parents and stuff telling me, oh, like, Ali, we'll see you out there one day, like yada, yada, yada. Because, like, I used to just run through the boys. I was, like, a little brick wall as a kid. Still am, I'd like to think. Um, but I just guess, like, going, moving to East Frio, and, like, just probably winning the Rogers Cup best and fairest after only seven games was, like, pretty big. Like, oh, maybe this could happen. And then I guess, yeah, that's kind of the first moment probably. I thought, oh, this is a possibility.
0: Yeah, now you touch on there that, um, you know, you're an absolute brick wall, or tank and no one's running through you. But um, when it comes to, you know, the Waffle W, especially with the women's game, you know, you're, You're much younger compared to how it is with the men's when you start to play senior footy at the top level. Mm -hmm. What was it like for you? You know, How did you have to adjust your game, change your game, change the way you approach footy as a result of playing against such bigger bodies at such a young age? And when you look at the first time you played senior footy to now, how much do you think you've changed uh, with the way you approach that?
1: Um, I just think, like, I was pretty lucky with the team that I was surrounded by. Like, they were so, like, welcoming and, like, like, they really took me under their wing. But, like, considering my age, I played last year, my first game when I was 16. I've always been, like, a bigger body girl. I'll give myself, like, I'll, I'll admit that. Um, but just going – it's always going to be different, like, going from kind of not dominating but being, like, a big fourth in the Rogers or, like, community-level footy to going to somewhere where, like, you might not even touch the ball or be noticed. So it's obviously – Sometimes it's about getting over, like, the hard games so where you don't touch the ball or, like, you don't do anything good because, like, you're obviously younger and you're going to make mistakes. But once you get over that, it's just about giving it a crack every game, just bracing yourself for impact against those big bodies and getting on with it, I guess.
0: Yep, and one very cool thing that you've got to be a part of as a result of um, your, your masses of talent is state footy under 18 state champs. What's that like yeah. You're going out there Getting selected And you're playing with The best girls in your state Against the best girls In the country What was the whole State experience like For you Oh it was pretty awesome Like
1: We had a really Hectic Pre-season With it all though Because um, So footy for us Started in like what October November-ish When we started Pre-season for States And we were training Like four days a week Three with state One with club But it was really good For me It was like probably one of the fittest I've ever been back then because we were just running like mad sheep or something. Um, And then, yeah, it was pretty pretty good to like be amongst that experience. I thought like as bad as the fly in, fly out was that we did, like fly, sleep, play, fly out, um, it's what the professionals do. So it was pretty good like to learn and experience what that would be like if we were to move to the next level. So I think the program was really good in that aspect and it was a great group, group of girls and I was lucky enough to be in the leadership group which, which was awesome alongside like Bella and all of them so I was pretty lucky
0: Yep and in terms of the actual gameplay that was going on throughout state footy, how did you find that? How did you find the difference in the way you played footy with bigger bodies more mature players in the waffle and then going to state 18s where you know it's obviously much younger girls and it, it's completely different skill levels throughout there.
1: Well, yeah, so the start of the season for me before States was a bit of a slump. Like, I wasn't playing very good footy. But then going to state, like, the SA game was our first game. And, like, I felt myself starting to build my confidence more. And then the Waffle All-Stars game, I didn't have many touches or anything. That was just kind of a, like, not my best day. But then the Melbourne game against the Allies, that was, like, one of my best games of the season so far. So, like, as the games progressed, I just felt my confidence growing, like, The more you get to know the team, the more you trust each other. And, like, the skill level was, like, so, like, it was amazing. Like, especially against SA, like, they smashed us by so much. Um, Like, it was just pretty cool to see that, like, wow, these girls are, like, pretty amazing that we're playing against and I'm lucky to be a part of something like this.
0: Yeah, and in terms of as a whole this year, you know, looking at it much on a broader level uh, with your footy, how have you felt about the footy that you have played? You know, are there any, I guess, moments that you thought really stood out to you over the course of the year and do you feel like you played to your full potential and reached your highest ceiling this year?
1: Yeah, like as I said before, like the start of the year for me, like I just, I think coming off like so much state training and East Frio training, I hit a bit of a slump. In my playing, like I was just a bit, like, wasn't running to my best ability, I was a bit slow. Um, so I just had a few games to reset back in the Rogers after playing a few league games, which I did all right, like, I wasn't myself. Went away to states, played some pretty good games there, which was which was good. Like, I was happy to get my confidence up, like, I think I had a pretty decent state campaign. Um, and then came back to East Freo, and I kind of just from there, my confidence was high. Went Back to Rogers, had my best game of the season at center half back, just taken clunks left, right, and center, and then worked my way back into the league side, which was a pretty good achievement for me considering I was like away with states and like considered not to be fit by the league coach. So it was nice to go back there and earn my place.
0: Yeah, and you look now, there's what nine days until the draft, you know, not this Wednesday, but the Wednesday after. You know, this could be the end of your under-18s footballing career as a whole. What, what's the moments that have really stood out to you or have been real highlights for you in your uh, junior footy career?
1: Um, I think just all the different teams that I've played for and just, like, experiencing different coaching styles and different groups of girls. Like, it's been awesome. Like, I've loved playing footy my whole life. It's been, like, a big part of me. So, it's going to be sad to let it go and not be able to play Rogers next year especially. But... Just take these last few games or whatever we've got left under the chin and just keep playing and work towards what's next.
0: Okay. Now growing up, who was someone that I guess really you drew inspiration from? Who was someone that was a real idol for you in terms of your footy? Oh, that's a good question. Um growing up, like I always watched the Dockers, I was
1: a big Dockers fan. But um, sadly I did actually I do kind of model my style from an Eagles player, so I'm a bit of a McGovern. That's what they call oh, me at East yeah. Rio. Um, big intercept marks down back. So yeah, just the way he reads the ball and like his aerial like capacity. It's so it's so good to watch. And so I've always knowing that I'd be a back one day. We'll always watched him as a kid whenever he was on. But I always chose the Dockers anyway. So Eagles suck. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so probably McGovern. Um, And in the women's game, Janelle Custardson, she's pretty beast for the Dockers down back in fullback. So she's always good to watch. And, yeah.
0: Uh, I love how um, you really put out a humble comparison there, saying you're very Jeremy McGovern like yourself. Yeah, go on. Um, now it got the nickname to call for. Yeah, it. well, you didn't coin it; I guess someone else gave it to you. So, <laughs> um, now if footy wasn't to work out for you, what would be a career path that you would want to go down? What, what would be the dream for you if footy wasn't an option?
1: Um, teaching, honestly, like every other person these days, <laughs> PE teaching. It's always like because I'm a swimming teacher right now, so and I found like good love for that for teaching kids and stuff. So I think. It's a good path for me to go down and it still involves
0: sport, which I've always loved. So I
1: think it's going
0: to be good to help kids and, yeah, All teaching right. seems good to me. Yeah. Now, final one here, and this is a, a very important one and a very timely one given uh, how East Romandle are going this year. But um, if we were a grand final and you are on locker room DJ duties, you know, someone's handed you the phone and they want you to oh. play the last song before the girls run out ahead of the grand final. What song are you playing to pump the girls up? If you'd answer this well, I'm sure the girls yeah, yeah. are probably gonna give it to you.
1: <laughs> Put me under the bus here. Um Oh, that's so good. Um, I can't even think of its its name. What's the one by Pitbull, the um <laughs>
0: Oh no, he's got a few on. songs. Yeah, yeah, I wait. I need to just find this. It's right. important. Yeah, this it is, is just, really this is important because you have a final the night. This is this is the difference between Peel Thunder going back to oh. back to back and East Rio winning a flag here. Time of our lives, back pitbull. Oh no, nah, that's a great shout. Uh, yeah, no, that's yeah. good. Um, I guess that's my
1: go-to.
0: Yeah, flag sharks is happening. If you uh get the Yorks in on Grand Final Day, Ali, it's been um it's been great to have you on um at multiple stages this year. It's been great to to talk to you, and I wish you the best of luck with the draft. You now, just uh, days away. Thank you so much.